In the world of compliance, there are a lot more C words than just that one. How about cloud-based compliance, consumerization, and the intersection where credit unions can step into small business lending? Today on the podcast, Roland Howard of Compliance Systems explains how all of the forward-looking movements in the field can make a big difference. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate, actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth, a learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities, and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic, coming to you from the Bankadelic Bunker and Pizzeria in Chicago. I'm Lou Carloso, and today on the show, here's a great slice. We have Roland Howard. Roland is a partner executive strategic alliances at Compliance Systems in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Roland, who's based in Portland, Oregon, is a fintech professional whose work centers on lending, compliance, small business, digital banking, payments, and all things digital. In his current role, He discovers and manages strategic partnerships for compliance systems. Roland has worked in the financial technology field for the last 15 years with well-known companies such as Wells Fargo, Capital One, and Fiserv. Roland, welcome to Bankadelic. Thanks for having me, Lou. And for those of you who can't see this podcast, which would be everybody, (laughs) Roland has a beautiful Breed love guitar in the background, and most of you who listen regularly know I'm a huge music geek, and I was just commenting on how great that guitar is. Roland, I'm going to press you into service. If I need a new Bankadelic theme, I'm going <laughs> to hopefully tap you to record. I'm sure your chops are better than mine. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm going to have to get a lesson from you. Oh, the lessons I could give. Ask my kids uh, like hopeless but anyway <laughs> getting into the subject at hand there's something even better than a free lunch which is a free software giveaway that corresponds to some fabulous things going on in DEI and where there are opportunities to really help people who need it so compliance systems was part of this recently why don't you share with the audience what you did it sounds really special 
Yeah, thanks, Lou. This is something that we're super excited about and proud of here at Compliance Systems. So we have a diversity, equity, and inclusion committee here internally. And, you know, we're always looking for ways to help our community, reshape our perspectives, you name it. And we were meeting and wanted to come up with a way to really do something big, make a big impact. And so what we had decided to do, and I'm you know, so glad that everybody here bought into it, is give away our software for free to a small credit union down in San Antonio, Texas, River City Credit Union, in conjunction with two of our other partners, IMM and Hawthorne River, who has a fantastic LOS, to really take this small credit union's commercial lending business to the next level. They'll be going live here soon. And it's just one example of something that we're doing in the market and really just trying to walk the walk from a DEI perspective. And, you know, we're super proud of it. And it'd be great to see more players in the business try and help smaller players like this who are making a big impact with minority populations. Wow, that is awesome. Now, you come from the world of fintech, and I think a lot of it is fabulous, but they don't always understand compliance, why it matters. Maybe you can start the conversation here by sharing a little bit of that, why you have learned compliance is a big deal. Yeah, that's a great question. I guess, first and foremost, it's obviously not going anywhere, right? So it's one of those things where the legislation isn't easing up at any point here in the near future. So you really, really got to figure out how to play ball with it. And, you know, for the longest time, once institutions, banks, credit unions build the process, build the framework, it's something that, you know, they really don't want to change. And in the era of transformation, you know, it's hard to have kind of an untouchable monolithic structure in the bank that people don't want to mess with. So it can be seen as a ball and chain for a lot of institutions who are trying to you know, re-engineer their process, which obviously isn't a good idea. I and mean, it doesn't have to be that way. So I think that people really have to just figure out how to re-engineer things, you know, moving things into the cloud, digitizing, you know, transactions, so on and so forth in a way that's going to lend itself to that transformation. Yeah, let's talk about that, the cloud. I am fascinated by the way so much in banking is moving into the cloud. How does that work from where compliance stands? Yeah, that's a great question. So compliance systems has been in business for almost 30 years now. However, we came out with our API about, I want to say a little over 10 years ago. And so now everything is in the cloud, everything's in AWS. However, you know, the kind of legacy or incumbent players in the space have really been doing everything locally, right? So, you know, when a legislative change comes out, these changes need to be made to, you know, individual machines or, you know, require some degree of human intervention in order to consume and deploy those changes within their ecosystem. So, you know, in the compliance world, when things are in the cloud, you're just looking at significantly shorter downtimes, easier to market paths and just better alignment with digital transformation when things move into the cloud. And to that end, I love the use of the word monolithic that you brought up earlier. There may be some hesitancy with some institutions to say, hey, we're just afraid to touch this whole compliance thing. It's messy. It's weird. We don't like it. But bringing in a cloud-based service, I don't know. What 
would be the response you'd have to that? Because obviously any beliefs along those lines are not really well-founded. Yeah, that's a great question and, and definitely something that we hear a lot when we're speaking with our clients or just banking leaders out there. It's definitely not something that people want to poke at and mess with and start to untangle and change. You know, when you look at the incumbent players that are out there, there's really only maybe three, maybe four players that are out there. And things have been really working the way they are today for a very, very, very long time. So to the people who don't want to change, well, I mean, if you've gone to any conferences in the last couple of years, I mean, the amount of slideware that you see about Apple and Amazon and Google is, I mean, I'm kind of going insane at this point, but after seeing so much of it, but change is obviously a constant and you just really cannot afford to let something like compliance languish because you don't want to re-engineer it. You don't want to revisit the process and look for efficiency opportunities because the leaders in the space definitely are not doing that, right? So there's a lot of lot of opportunity right now to make some big changes, big improvements in how compliance is being done. You know, you look at, for example, compliance documentation in the lending or origination space, you know, there are still so many static documents in play today versus the dynamic generation of documents. And there's just a huge efficiency to really give the consumer what they want from a look and feel perspective, but also just a speed perspective as well. Yeah. And you've got to help me out here because I may not quite have it, but my understanding of some of this is you've got a x-axis and a y-axis and the x-axis may represent getting compliance closer and closer to real time and the y-axis would represent being able to deal with the complexities of compliance as it changes both for institutions and outside of that and those would seem to be two huge dimensions where cloud-based can soar that's correct. What's been happening for a long time in the market has been uh, you know, doing a lot of this work on their own and not allowing experts who are dedicated just to the compliance side of transactions, whether they be deposits, loans, you know, account origination, what have you. So you know, with the advent of the cloud, the introduction of APIs, systems playing better together. That's really kind of the name of the game from a transformation perspective. We're able to, at least here at Compliance Systems, dynamically plug in data where it's needed, when it's needed, at the time of transaction, using dynamic document generation, which is really what our customers are asking for and what consumers are hoping to see. That is the ideal segue into this idea of consumerization when it comes to compliance. Many people might not think about a connection that runs between compliance and consumers. Why is that important? And how does that work when it's really humming? Oh, that's such a great question. And, you know, the way that things work from a consumer perspective generally are much quicker and that's what people get used to, right? So when people are shifting gears and they are, you know, let's say they're opening up an account or they're applying for a loan, you know, they don't have an appetite anymore. I mean, in the era of TikTok and buy now, pay later to wait three days, five days, two weeks, whatever it may be. You know, things just are moving so quickly now that the consumer velocity 
is really the name of the game and what everybody in the fintech world is either marching towards or trying to move towards. And there's a different type of consumer as well, but one that I believe has been overlooked across the board, which are small businesses. Banks have cynically said, why would I want to do a loan with a small business? It's a lot of paperwork. The margins aren't good. In the positive sense, credit unions can jump into this breach, and yet there's some fear that surrounds that. For the credit unions, why is it beneficial for them to change their way of thinking, and what's the key to getting some major wins here? Yeah, that's a great question and something that I'm personally really fond of, how credit unions are able to move into this new sector in in a big way, not only small business, but also commercial. You know, I really think it's kind of the final frontier for credit unions as they look to chart a course into supporting these opportunities, these small businesses and commercial opportunities. Obviously, they have more restrictions and banks do. However, there is opportunity there, and I think they should really expose themselves to that opportunity. You know, it's so interesting before the pandemic, you know, of course, small business was important to banks and credit unions, but When COVID came around, I mean, it was, of course, a major paradigm shift. And I think that a lot of banks and credit unions are really capitalizing on that momentum in terms of how they shifted gears and were able to support these small businesses. But, you know, specifically to credit unions, they have some unique challenges, which banks obviously don't, right? They don't have decades of institutional memory lending and executing on commercial opportunity. And so, you know, they have to go out and they have to find the rainmakers to go out and capture these loans. And it's a pretty different situation than in the consumer space. So, you know, there's definitely a big opportunity there to move into that, but you got to be able to buy the systems, find the people. It's a challenge, but I think that they would be remiss to not go after and pursue that opportunity. You're explaining all of this so lucidly and the positivity in your approach to these topics really comes through. It is so great to have you on the podcast. Roland, I'm hoping we can do it again at some point. Thank you so much for being on Bankadelic. Thanks so much, Liv. Roland Howard is a partner executive strategic alliances at Compliance Systems. He is based in Portland, Oregon. Be sure to look for Roland on LinkedIn. You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic. Sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, 
compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. BankerHire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. Quantic is the adaptive digital bank that offers entrepreneurs, immigrants, millennials, low-income families, seniors, and others innovative banking products and services which embrace the diversity of circumstances that exist in the lives of customers while elevating their financial strength. For more information, visit QuanticBank.com. That's Q-U-O-N-T-I-C-Bank.com. I know. Sounds like Roland Howard of Compliance Systems has this whole compliance thing figured out. Bull. He doesn't know who he's messing with. He's messing with the kid. Kid Louie. And the kid has an even better business idea. Like... When you run into liars, 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 get compliers. Our custom low-tech compliance kit consists of one titanium-forged hand-hammered precision tool that helps you get to the truth when the information you need is not forthcoming. For example, if your CFO says, I don't know where that fire paperwork is, apply the compliers to his thumb. <laughs> if your auditor is getting stonewalled for the proper information on your governance, allow him to use the compliers on board members' teeth. <laughs> and should you lack clear answers, even from the CEO, no tongue stays tight for long when you use the compliers. <laughs> As you can imagine, the compliers can be used on many other body parts. And in the meantime, makes a good paperweight. So the next time someone tries to throw a wrench in your due diligence, hit back with compliers. <laughs> and now, Bankadelic presents Three Bullseyes. Number one. You know, things just are moving so quickly now that the consumer velocity is really the name of the game and what everybody in the fintech world is either marching towards or trying to move towards. Number two. You know, in the compliance world, when things are in the cloud, you're just looking at significantly shorter downtimes, easier to market paths and just better alignment with digital transformation when things move into the cloud. Number three. You look at, for example, compliance documentation in the lending or origination space. There are still so many static documents in play today versus the dynamic generation of documents. And there's just a huge efficiency to really give the consumer what they want from a look and feel perspective, but also just a speed perspective as well.
And now, lose views. It's unfortunate to say, and we could really hope that it were otherwise, but consumers don't have much of an interest in how the sausage is made. And a refrain that I often bring up on Bankadelic is, hey, we're consumers too. If you think about compliance, that's one of those things that it impacts the consumer greatly, but it's not necessarily something they will notice until it gets in the way of the customer journey. One of the things that Roland Howard talked about on today's podcast that really impressed me is this idea that compliance can be part of consumerization and in that essence really create more seamlessness in the journey. If we look at how that translates to other parts of the compliance equation, the cloud-based approach really begins to make sense. Compliance is clunky. It is thorny. It does have a lot of tentacles and a lot of them much of the time don't seem to have very much life in them. So why not think about compliance in a new light? One that can actually move at the speed of digital, can live in the cloud, and can help consumers do what they do, even if they don't quite know what it is compliance is all about or how it works. If we can get them from point A to point B and they're happy and they're delighted, maybe that's all they need to know and we can do the rest. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Jenny Elman. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous sponsorship. Thanks to Banker Hire. Thanks also to Quantic. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn and at the Civil War reenactment as Abraham Lincoln. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD Plus, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.